Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, back here doing what we love to do. Talk Steelers football at Steelers training camp. The first official open practice for the 2022 season. How are you not excited about it? How is your blood not boiling? How are you not fighting? up unless you were riding your bike and you fell off then you probably would not be fired up right now i could understand that but hopefully that is not you so with that being the case wes you haven't been riding the bike during this break were you you're good i was not i was very tempted you know but uh, i gotta keep my wrist i gotta keep my knees my ankles everything intact because it is a uh, it's a grind out here arthur motes i mean this is day no, one no, no question this is day one. We are, you know, we're rocking and rolling pretty much every single day out here, with the exception of a few days, uh, like a couple days off in, in the preseason game. I mean, we are out here almost every single day till August 18th would be the final day. Listen, so, man, you got you got to pace yourself, you know, pace yourself. You can't, you can't, you know, get too hype right here on the first day. You can't lose it all out there in that first 24 hours. You got to give yourself some time. Listen, Ease on into this thing, baby. Listen, the artist known as, as the artist known as Beast Mode would say, you got to take care of your chicken and you got to take care of your <laughs> mentals out here. All right. Especially on day one. Ain't that the truth, baby. But um, a guy that they're going to be taking care of as well, and a guy that we're going to have big expectations for based on what he's done since joining the Steelers and based on our expectations for him going forward is Tyson Alualu. And it looks like he's going to have a little bit of a slower start to training camp being that he is on the pup list for his knee injury. Um, just talk about, man, how would, how did you react to that when you first saw that information come out there? Yeah. I mean, honestly, with the same, not panic. But before we break out the calm, are we breaking out the meter for that right now? You know, I, I don't know if we ever put the meter away to be fair. So, uh, you might be right. I'm, I'm concerned. And I, I, you know what, I guess really, uh, it'd be tough for me to tell you which I was more concerned by Uh, Minka, because, you know, is it going to linger? He's so important to this team, all those different things. Tyson Alualu, those same questions, but, you know, at least Minka is still right in the middle of the prime of his career. Tyson Alualu, mm-hmm. he's on the other side of that thing. And, Motsi, I don't need to tell you. I mean, you know, you and I are both in our 30s as well, too. You know, those those injuries, they linger. 
they nag. They hit they a little add bit. Up. They hit a little bit different <laughs> when you're 35 as opposed to 25. Uh, you know, you saying not, we're not spring chickens anymore? That's, is that what you're implying? That, that while Minka Fitzpatrick is can still be labeled a spring chicken, uh, yourself, myself, and Tyson Alawalu, I don't think can. That would not be fair. So yeah, that I one. I think that's very accurate. That sounds very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> that one has that one has me concerned. It absolutely does because again, you already know you're entering this season without without Stefan Tuitt. You know, so so you knew that you were going to be replacing him with Tyson Alawalu. I think there was at least some hope in there that okay, you get him back, he's healthy, he's ready to go. Him and Cam Hayward, you know, they're they're uh, pillars of that defensive line. And then you kind of figure everything else: is it Ogunjobi? Is it Leal? Is it some of these other guys like Warmly or Loudermilk? But now all of a sudden, okay, we got to replace Tuit. And and what is Alualu's status? Is he just going to be out for a couple weeks and they're giving him some extra time? Or is this something that is just is what it is at his age and is never really going to go away and they're going to have to manage throughout the entire year? This has me concerned. It absolutely does. Because not to sound like a broken record here, but so much of what we've talked about with this defense, Motsi, in terms of them being able to return to the form that we saw in 2019 and in 2020, where they were still getting after the quarterback like they did last year, right. but they were holding teams to, to less points per game and certainly a lot less rush yards per game. you got to be able to stop the run, man. And we know that that was a problem for this team all of last season. They were 32nd out of 32 teams in the NFL. And part of the optimism of that getting turned around, yeah, there, we could talk about guys like Miles Jack and, and some of these other things, certainly. But Tyson Alualu was a big part of that. And he is, you know, it's it's a little bit easier to to brush aside some concern or at least not be as worried when it's a guy like Micah Fitzpatrick, again, who's in his mid-20s and, and hopefully has that, that Wolverine healing ability still. <laughs> when it's Tyson Alualu and he's coming off a year from a missed injury and now yeah. he's got some lingering issues heading into camp. That you know what? I might even bump that up to a W. I might be a little worried about this one. No, I mean it's unfortunate that I have to agree, but I am a little bit more worried about the Tyson limit for a couple of reasons. First off, we know he missed what 85, 90% of last season because of his injury to his ankle. Yes. Now you're telling me that he's coming back and he's on the pup list for an injury that isn't even that. So part of me is like, well, when did this happen? Was this something that happened in the short term where you were, you know, doing your finishing touches before training camp? Was this something sure. that you were dealing with during OTAs, during mini camp? Like, when did this knee mm. become to the point where it would bike, alter your availability? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I, I hope he didn't. I don't think he did. <laughs> I mean, what, what Tyson, were you on vacation anywhere lately? I know I just saw him a week ago. Or was that? Yeah, I just saw him last week and he was fine. Or he looked oh, good, no. at least. But it's like, oh, man, no. you weren't riding a bike out there. So we'll, we'll see. You know, but that's the part for me where I'm just like, what happened? Like, why, why is it significant enough where he's not going to be out there? You know, yeah. that's the part where it definitely makes me a little bit worried when you talk about when you talk about his age and him missing so much time last year because of a significant ankle injury. I I am right with you. Again, the, the Minka one, I can I can talk myself around not being that worried. Because again, because his because his age, because there's still time. I mean, we've still got what six weeks till the Steelers play their their first regular season football game, and it's not like again, you don't need to see Minka out there getting ramped up at practice every single day. You trust him to be ready to go on on September 11th in Cincinnati. I again, as I'm kind of doing it here out loud, can talk around that one to not be as worried or as concerned. 
With Tyson Alualu, man, I think it's the opposite. They need him healthy and ready to go for 15, 16, 17 games. No, you seriously season. do, man. And and that to me is that's a, that's a a big you know a, an early kind of. Um, concern to follow here is what is his status going to be in September and again Motsi even if they give him a few weeks off here is it still going to be something that's that's is, is it just is what it is at this point of his career that it's going to linger that he's 35 years old you know he's had some of the a lot of the tread knocked off those tires he's had injuries mm-hmm. throughout his 11 or 12 year NFL career and again it's just part of part and parcel at this point at this stage of his career and his life and his age and everything is he all right the first couple of weeks because they gave him some time off but then by the time we get to but October, then he's gonna have something else yeah right it pops up again and it's just something that lingers the entire season I think that is a is a legitimate uh worry at this point because you need Tyson Alualu back in the center of that defensive line to help stop against the run to let Cam Hayward do what he does best and because again you're already trying to figure out how you're going to replace Stephon to it. I don't think you want to be worrying about two of the three positions. I, I know you don't want to be worrying about two of the three positions on that line like you were for the majority of last season. Yeah, well, not even that. I mean, I even think of just the productivity and the drop-off that we experienced last year hmm. when Tyson wasn't available. We talk about Devin Bush. We talk about, all right, what was the cause of his negative play last year? Some people... Well, you know, the, the jury is all right. Oh, it was the knee. It was the D-line in front of me. It was just him being bad. It was his coach's wife passing away. A lot of variables. But one of those legitimate variables is Tyson Alualu not being out there last year. So for me, the reason why it also adds to me being worried is like, man, if this was a part of this guy's negative play and we're going to need Devin Bush to be a lot better this year and he's excited, he's ready to go. But if we know that this absence of Tyson Alawalu a year ago had a negative impact on to, uh, on um on Devin man just the thought of that potentially happening again it does make me a little bit more nervous about that because we need especially our team is set up this year we're going to need this defense to be firing on all cylinders we're going to need this defense to be elite and not just elite by you know the quote-unquote local standards, but from a national perspective, we're going to yeah. need to have one of those defenses that is feared in a sense. And it's going to be hard to accomplish that when you don't have the full gamut, the full deck to uh, essentially use in this uh, situation right here. And that's something with Tyson being on the pup list to start out that it does make me wonder, like, man, is this going to be a detriment? Is this going to be the, the 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 Achilles heel for us this season, potentially? Yeah, yeah, and or Achilles' ankle, right? It's it's. Yeah, hey now, or Achilles' knee. We, so much of you're absolutely right. So much of of the defense last year, and the defense had certain elements of it that was fantastic. Like they have for five straight years now led the league in terms of sacks. And as you and I discussed throughout the offseason a few times, when you consider that they were the worst in the league against the run, but still led the league in sacks, that's a very impressive thing to do. When when teams know that they can gash you on the ground and you're not forcing defenses into a lot of predictable passing situations, and you got a lot more third and fours than you have third and nine, right? 
that's an impressive thing to do. But if you want to be that elite unit that we all think this team is going to need, at least certainly in the first part of the season while the offense charts a new path without Ben Roethlisberger and with Matt Canada really having the reins of that offense, you need the defense to be elite. You need the defense to be bordering on special, right? Like one of the best two or three units in the league, unquestioned, like they were in 2019, where it didn't matter if it was Mason Rudolph or Duck Hodges under center, that team had a chance every single Sunday and Monday and Thursday because they were so good. That's that's what you need, I think, again, especially early in this season from the Steelers' defensive unit. And the last thing you needed in that regard to kind of hit the ground running with momentum is is injuries to, to two key players, one in the secondary, one in the defensive line. It's it's not the news that anybody wanted here as, you know, as we got ready to open camp. In fact, it's quite the opposite. No, without a doubt, man. But – Once again, when we talk about guys opening up the season or opening up training camp and they're not going to be available, they're going to have to, you know, deal with something that's going to have the missing time. It opens up doors for other players. And I'm looking at Montrevis Adams. I'm looking at a Khalil Davis and saying, man, y'all going to get some opportunities here. Henry Mondu, you're going to get some extra opportunities that you probably wouldn't have been afforded to you with Tyson not being available at the beginning of this camp situation. So, If you're one of those guys, you got to take advantage of this situation. You got to make the most of this opportunity because you don't know if it's going to come again. You don't know if you're going to get a chance to get extra reps. I mean, when we talk about this interior D line, we said, man, name wise, it is stacked. Mm -hmm. All right. We talk about Tyson. We talk about Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi. Then you go to that next list. Chris Wormley, Isaiah Loudermilk. Like, man, we we got a lot of names right here. DeMarvin Leal. I mean, we haven't, haven't even mentioned him. It's like, man. So we're not keeping all these guys, and I haven't talked about a Khalil Davis, a Henry Mondu, or Carlos Davis, a Doug Costin, a Donovan G. We haven't talked about yeah. none of those guys. Yeah. So when you talk about how many bodies there are in the interior portion of this D-line, and you start to do the math on how many reps each practice is, you're not going to have those many opportunities. Mm-hmm. So with Tyson not being available for whatever length of time it is in training camp, you have to say, hey, man, that means I'm going to get an extra potentially five to ten reps each day. Right. It might not sound big, but now you're potentially talking about an extra 20 reps over the course of how many practices. That is significant in terms of securing your roster spot, in terms of showing the coaching staff that, number one, you're highly conditioned. Number two, you're mentally on mm. par. We know you're going to know the playbook. You're not going to bust plays out there. Sure. And number three, that you can go out there and actually be a productive player. Those are all the things that you're going to get afforded with those extra rep, with those added opportunities. And that's why it's very critical and important for those younger guys to understand this opportunity and really, really take advantage of it, man. Because you're not going to get another chance because when Tyson is available and Tyson comes out, you don't beat a Tyson Aluwalu out in a training camp setting. Tyson is a pro's pro. He knows how to practice. You are not going to ever see him have a quote unquote bad practice a bad practice for Tyson might be him lining up with his foot three inches too far for two plays that's a bad practice for him that's night and day to what we're talking about with some of these younger guys but they have to understand that while he's not out there this is how you make a name this is how you put your hat your name in the hat and ultimately get a legitimate shot at being on the Pittsburgh Steelers 2022 roster when they come out of training camp yeah no you're absolutely right that is the bright side of this thing it's you know, so what are you telling me? Is is Mike Tomlin going to gather all the defensive linemen together and do his do his best Heath Ledger? 
Is he gonna? He gonna break that? Pool oh no, it's too early for that. He gonna break no, that pool no, stick no. over his leg and you, say, you, you yeah, don't, you, you know, we're gonna no, have tryouts." No, you yeah. don't get any of that right now. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the two dog, one bone, and that's that's his reference. He's a two dog, one bone guy. Whenever we get that, that's in season. During training camp, oh no, you already know what this is. Survival of the fittest. We coming in with ninety, we leaving out with fifty. What's up? Who wants to come? Who wants oh. to play? All right, oh. try 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 your name in the hat. Try your half, name, okay? Half half of you aren't gonna be here in a couple weeks. All right. Hey, hey, what they tell you? I, I've been in rooms where they tell you sit down. Hey, look to your right. <laughs> look to your left. <laughs> yeah. Neither one of them guys are going to be here more than likely, all right? <laughs> so, with that being said, man, whoever wants to stay, you better go ahead and make a name for yourself. You're like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's yep. just simple math, man. You got, the you numbers got, won't allow it. You got three <laughs> weeks here to, uh, to to force them to keep you around, yeah. right? And then, we, and then we're going to cut this thing in half, all right? And, and there's no more. And remember, it's not the gradual cuts anymore either. It's just that one nice yep. chop suey. Yeah! Get chop suey. All right? <laughs> So that's the part where it's like, man, we're going to find out, man. But that is, you know, the, the the beauty of this situation. It sucks for Tyson in a sense. But at the same time, for Tyson, he has job security. He knows who he is. The team knows who he is. But for those younger guys, this is a great situation for them if they make it, if they understand it and utilize it. Now, don't take the other approach, Wes, because you know what the other approach is, right? What's that? Oh, it's hot outside. Coach, why are you punishing me? I don't want them extra reps, Coach. Coach, you need to sign somebody else, man. Bring another body in here, man, to take uh, Tyson's plays. That's what they'll say. I've seen it. Oh, and Coach Tomlin will try to help him. Coach Tomlin will be like, hey, man, be careful what you wish for. If I bring this other body in here, when Tyson comes back, who reps you think this guy's taking now? That's what you got to realize. <laughs> yeah. So even though you're going to yeah. be tired, even though you might have to stay in there and do a couple extra plays here and there, you would want to do that whether than, rather than them bringing somebody else in here. All right, cause yeah, and effect, man, but you that's never, ultimately... You, you never want to see the team go shopping at your position. That's what you don't want to do. And when we talk about that interior D-line, I mean, they, they spent some money. I mean, they they, they got a second-round pick in DeMarvin mm-hmm. Leal, and they got a Larry Ogan Joby, who was a great, great addition late, you know, in terms of cost, but ultimately productivity and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we already know there's going to be a lot of pressure in that room right there, man, without a doubt. Yeah, but, it should be. I mean, you know, they're they're part of the mm-hmm. highest paid defensive unit yeah. in the National Football League. There's there's real expectations there. No, without a doubt, without a doubt. But what I was saying was, we are going to get ready to take another break because Wes, you're not going to get me fined. I know you're out there. And you're like, well, hey man, I'm in this heat. You not in this heat. You getting fined today? We're going to keep going, keep going, keep going. Ain't no breaks today. I'm not going to allow you to do that to me. Nor my wallet. I got kids, Wes. You know this, all right? But we also saw the Steelers did go shopping. And they brought in a nice little addition to the offensive side of the ball. So we're definitely going to address that when we get back. But as you already know, don't touch that Dow. It's Arthur Most. It's Wesley Euler. And this is Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh, you better believe you heard the drop right there. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler in the saddle, partly in the flesh at beautiful St. Vincent College in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Man, 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 you got to love it. Got to love it. Hey, Wes, I know it's getting closer and closer to football time, man. Yes, to it practice is. getting ready to start, man. Could you paint the picture? Could you set the scene for me pretty, please? 
Absolutely. I will set the scene for you. So Chuck Knoll Field at the stands here. I would say they are about 75% of the way full right now. You've got oh, a, you love to. You've mm-hmm. got, you do love to hear it, absolutely. And, and those people, the brave souls, you know, that are uh, wanting to get close to the action, they're fortunate today because, you know, normally, Motsi, the, the best seats in the house are in the bleachers there. But, you know, when it's 80-some, 90 degrees outside, mm-hmm. you, uh, you, you, you're, you're paying a price there sitting on that metal as well, too. So the bleachers, talk about it, Wes, talk about it. The bleachers about 75% full. The hill has a nice, you know, first row of people, mostly in lawn chairs, some in blankets. It's mostly in lawn chairs. You know, it is a little dewy Some might here. say that the hills have eyes. That's the what you're hills, saying. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. then, of course, as you already know, the the hill, the walk down from the Steelers' locker room and the building and everything is uh, is juiced with uh, young kids and, and people looking for autographs, looking for handshakes, looking for selfies, looking for all that good stuff uh, as well, too. So it is, uh, you, you can feel it picking up here, you know, in the next, uh, I would imagine probably by the time we go to break here, um, you know, about 10 minutes There'll be guys on the field now, about there'll, there'll be yeah. guys on the field warming up and walking around, yeah. Um, so it is, it's, uh, you can you can feel the anticipation. You know, there's a lot of people who they get in here at noon, but they poke around campus a little bit. They go over to the, the Steeler fan experience area, you know, those different things. But at this time now, everyone's starting to head down to the field and claim their spot and uh, should be a lot of fun here and you know about a half an hour or so from now the the energy down here will really be ramped up no no question without a doubt and it's funny man as you I was just gonna say I was just gonna say one more thing for you we're gonna have Sean Sweesom is gonna join us here in about five minutes so I'll, I'll give you a holler whenever he sits down Let's go, man. Always going to be fun, man. Getting a chance to talk to my former teammate, hey, Mr. Sean Sweetson <laughs> right there, baby. That's my guy. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But um, it was funny, man, as you were talking about, hey, man, these guys about to start coming out of the locker rooms in a little bit. You see them starting to coming down. It reminded me of that calm before the storm where we're all sitting in there on our lockers and we're looking at the clock and we're like, man, practice is at how much time? All right. So I got enough time to do X, X, and X. Okay. How soon do I want to go out there and experience the crowd? How soon do I want to go out there and feel that heat? How soon do I want to take that walk? Because once I open the door, I can't return. You're timing Ooh, everything on, on razor man, thin margins, right? What you're sitting here like, have I went to the bathroom? Have I went to the bathroom that extra time just to make sure I'm all the way good? Because once I'm out there, I'm out there. Okay? A lot of eyes on you. You don't want any accidents on yourself, okay? Did I, did I so check you're, myself you're in the mirror, make sure my bands yeah. and everything are good? <laughs> you you might even be texting a family member. Hey, did are you here at practice? Did you get in? Fine. You, you, was your name on the list? Everything good? All right. Got to parking. All right. Cool. <laughs> but once you open that door, oh, man. <laughs> but it is funny, though, man. You'll see the different waves. And this is how it works. Your younger guys, the the first-timers at Latrobe, they are always out there super early. Specialists yes. super early. The veterans, oh, they're going to wait to the last to the minute. Last. They've got they're time say, down okay. to razor-thin margin. They say, they say, let's see, practice start at 155. Coach going to blow that whistle at 154, 58 <laughs> seconds and counting. Okay, so if I leave out of here by like 52, that give me about two minutes to get on down this hill. I can shake hands to a couple of fans and the rest. I'm like, hey, I got to go to practice. <laughs> this is how it works, man. This is the thought process at times, man. But that is the gamesmanship for us players as we prepare ourselves mentally for the task at hand, which is 
work because that is the different part as well, right? For the players, they're actually going out there. It's a job interview. They have to go out there and prove that they belong each and every day, whereas for the fans, for us as media people, this is entertainment. This is something that we're able to watch, and we're going to find pleasure out of it. We're going to critique it. We're going to have reactions to it. But for those guys out there, they are really trying to change the trajectory of their lives and their family lives. So that's something that I always also want to put out there just so we can all be a little more cognizant of you know the situation and the test that's happening yeah yeah it is funny how you you explain that you know it reminds me uh, I think I've told you this before like I've, I've got a nine-month-old daughter and when you're in that type of situation as you know with, with three children yourself um everything is planned out down to the minute, right? It's like, mm-hmm. all right, I got this much time for breakfast, then I got a baby, then I got to a shower, then I got to drop off the baby, then I got to get to work, then I got to pick up the baby at this time. You better it's, believe it. You're, Come you're, on you're now. playing down your minutes to, to razor-thin margins, and that's what you got to do out here, too. You don't want to get out here too early and overwork yourself, but you better not be late either when Mike Tomlin blows that whistle. In fact, you better have your feet on the line, right, Motsi? Not just not be late, be ready to go feet in the game. Feet on too. the line. Absolutely. <laughs> mouthpiece boiled. You heard Coach Tomlin. Oh, Boy, that mouthpiece, it. man. Boil I don't want no, no, no reason to not be successful while you're out there, man. But, yep. no, man, it's definitely going to be a good time, though, man, without a doubt. And since I'm assuming Swiss isn't here just yet, man. Not yet. Not yet. I did yep. want to. I, okay, perfect. I did want to talk about one of the guys that we did bring on a new addition to the Steelers family running back by the name of Jeremy McNichols. Um, this is somebody that we uh, we didn't talk about him in particular, but during this offseason, we did talk about the Steelers potentially bringing in another running back, a veteran guy, somebody that has shown that they can do things in the NFL or at the NFL level. And by them signing Jeremy McNichols, to me, I do think they are doing that in a sense, man. But how do you feel about this, man? Do you think that this is this is a good signing, man? What, did you, what was your reaction to it when it happened? Yeah, so, so I – you know, I figured that the Steelers were going to add someone to the roster, right? Because you're allowed 90 people. Why not show up here with 90, right? Like, what, there'd be no point in, in, in coming to Latrobe with 89 we're guys. We're cutting costs. We're trying, to, we're trying to be overachievers here. You know this. Come on, man. <laughs> or they just didn't want to throw somebody back in that unconditioned locker room that we've heard so much from Terrence Garvin about yeah, yeah, yeah. in the past. Uh, but no, but Jeremy McNichols, I mean, I tell you what, he's a guy who's been in the league since 2017. He's He's been around, right? He's He's got some of that, you know, that journeyman type, if you will. He was drafted by the Buccaneers in 2017. He's been with a lot of teams since then, uh, most recently with the Falcons. I know he's been with the the, uh, the Titans a couple times, the Broncos, I think the 49ers as well too. But just 26 years old, you know, he's he's still a guy who is right in the middle of that, you know, what you would think just athletic prime and, and career and everything. Um, he's a guy who got some spin last year with the Titans when Derrick Henry was out, you know, played in, in, um, in 16 games, I believe, almost every single game, you know, had close to 50 carries and over 200 yards. So he, to me, is is a guy that belongs. He's a guy who's got some NFL chops. He's not a veteran who's had a 1,000-yard rushing season or anything like that before. But as you and I have talked a lot about, we, we love Najee Harris. There's a lot of um, confidence and comfort there. But in terms of, of who's after him, who's the number two guy who's going to spell him occasionally, who's the number two guy if, you know, worst-case scenario, he ends up missing uh, some time within a game or over a stretch of a couple weeks. You, you got questions about Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland, and, and you've brought in, you know, Mateo Durant and some of these guys. I think it's another one of those, you know, throw everything at the wall here in Latrobe, especially because, as you mentioned earlier, you don't have the – the cut days anymore. It's just one fell swoop at the end. It brings somebody else in to throw their hand in that pile and, and see what happens and kind of push everybody else in the process. I, I think it's smart business. No, I absolutely love it. Um, 
I like the the rushing stat that you read off, but man, when I'm talking about Jeremy McNichols, I don't even care about the rushing stats. This is the stats that I care about. 38 targets, 28 catches, Mm. 8.6 yards per reception, 240 receiving yards, and 11 first downs while he had that ball through the air. 11 of them. And this is not career. I'm talking last season. That's the element that he brings. That's, That's the missing yeah. link. That's when we talk about productivity, when we talk about a specific need. Who is our receiving running back right now? We don't have one. <laughs> We're saying, could it be Anthony McFarlane? But we don't know what's going on with him. Could it be Benny Snell? We haven't really seen him emerge in that level consistently. We're trying to figure out how can we take some of that load off of Najee well, this is an answer. This is tangible. This is a guy who's been in the league for multiple years. He's been around a little bit, but he's also, from a recency standpoint, has shown that he can do this. Yes. He's shown that, hey, I can be a third down back. If you need a receiver and running back, I can do that part. And that's the part that I really enjoy the most about this signing of Jeremy. That's the thing that's going to push Anthony McFarlane to show, hey, Anthony, either you're going to say, hey, I'm a guy and I'm going to step up and beat Jeremy out or I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing and I'm not going to be able to move up that depth chart because Jeremy has already shown that what we're hoping Anthony can grow into, he has a season where he put that together. Yes, yes. That's for me, man, what what I'm most excited about right now, man. I I think that's well said by you, Motsi. That's a a very interesting angle that you're able to find there. But right now, we got to change topics because we got one of your former teammates sitting here with us. Oh, is this my man right here? Oh, Canada. Is this the one and only, my favorite? Is this Sean Sweesham? Mr. Motes, could you give me that recording? I'd like to wake up to that every day. (laughs) Maybe it'd be like my alarm clock. How you doing, buddy? Well, Man, I'm doing amazing. You know I'm always excited anytime I get to hear from you. Wish I could see you right now, but you're with my trusted assistant, Mr. Wesley Euler, my partner in crime right there, man. He's going to take great care of you. But how have you been, man? How are you feeling being back at Latrobe? Oh, I don't know, buddy. I don't know about you, and I don't know if you've been back out here, but coming out here at first, you get that feeling in your gut. You're like, oh, boy, here we go. And then I'm like, Sean, you you're not playing anymore <laughs> uh, but it's it's that like excited you know you, you just have a whole bunch of different feelings but a lot of energy um and uh i miss being out here with you you know and i i was just talking to a group and i used to think that i played football you know to try to provide for my family and for you know like you, you like football but you're playing for money mm-hmm. you, you get out of it and you're like geez i just i just miss competing i just i just miss mm. being in it you know um i guess that's what's kind of sticking sticking to me right now and has me thinking about um man i just love the opportunity to compete and be with with a group uh including yourself buddy nah man i appreciate you for that as well man and you know i always appreciate when we out there having fun on that field baby you better believe it <laughs> sean let me ask you this because you i believe before pittsburgh right dallas and washington correct correct is this you know we talk a lot about here amongst Steelers circle and media and fans and players how unique of a setting this is but i've you know i've i worked for the Philadelphia Eagles for a couple years that's the only other training camp i ever experienced is that true as much as we talk about how unique of a setting St. Vincent is and Latrobe and all this out here in the dorm living and all that is this truly something special that the Steelers have done out here ever since the 60s? Sure, and I came out here um, actually in 2005 as a rookie when Bill Cowher was the coach. Um, 
it took me about five years to come to get back here um, but you're right you know and it's it's the things that you can't you can't quantify you know like you can't you can't necessarily measure it with a specific number you know but you come out here and, and you just share this time with with your teammates and it and it's special you know I was just talking again like the the little things like we had a bike club we had two rules you can't talk about the bike club and you had to have a bike you know? <laughs> But, like, it's those special moments and, like, it, the moments where you're racing the golf cart coming back from eating, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They're special moments. <laughs> and, it, and it helps to, to develop and, and grow a team. Yeah, and this is a special place. You know, I've, so I've been uh, other places. One, we went out to California and we had that that um, time by ourselves as the mm-hmm. Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a little different feel from this. Doesn't mean it was bad, but – in um, the other the other place I was in, we we could stay at home, um, which as a player, you know, it's it's easier, I suppose, to stay at home sure. in in some right. And if you have a family, you know, it's it's wonderful to be with your family, and you want to be with your family. Um, but this environment here forces um, this time, which once you get out here, is magical. You know, you're of course excited to zip out of here once a week and get home and see your family, <laughs> but but this is we played cards up in that pavilion up there and and uh yeah this is a good spot i th- i think with coming back out here is uh is a great move now sean with the fans being back out there and we know at practice they are very reactionary they're gonna have you know the the cheers you'll think that you know a team just scored a, a game winning touchdown and they'll boo if they see something that they don't like out there but talk about that pressure from a kicker for some of these younger guys that may be out here competing that are going to be trying to figure it out. Talk about how that element is different from what they've experienced during OTAs and minicamp. Sure. It's, it's a great intro to uh, no longer, there's no full scholarship that's done. Right. <laughs> and so for those young, for the older guys, you just kind of, you like the energy and it, and it's fun uh, for the young guys. It is uh, Holy smokes. It's here, you know, and there's nowhere to hide. You know, as a kicker, it's nice. Most of the fans are on the side. You know, they can't actually tell if you make the field goal or not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but you're right. Uh, the energy here is special, and I think it's great for the guys to get just a little bit of taste of, of life in the NFL before they have to go on the big stage in their preseason games. Sean, last one I've got for you here before we, we've got to go to break. You know, Chris Boswell, a guy who's, who's pretty uh, entrenched in his role here, I, I think you could say. But the punting situation, going to be a, a little bit of a competition. Obviously, Presley Harvin returns after his rookie season. Former draft pick, Ray Guy winner, went through a lot last season. Some ups and downs on the field, some, some personal losses, some family members off the field that, that made for, you know, a bit of a tumultuous rookie season. If you're a special teamer who's who's coming into this setting and you feel like, all right, I've got to show that I belong, or you know, or I might not be here for too long, what would your advice be to that guy? Sure. So number one, Chris Boswell, I've I've had a lot of fun cheering him on. He's doing an awesome job, and um, I'm really excited for him and happy for him. Um, but you know, when you talk about those those jobs, and of course the, they're all open, but some are more open and. And the guys have to fight a little bit more for some of those spots like you're talking about, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, he, 
this is the NFL is it's hard. It's hard and it's you know, punting is, is very similar to kicking, you know, you either do or you don't and it's easier for fans to grade and evaluate your performance, you know, so you feel a little more pressure from the average fan who can see it. Um, and then as a player you you know you know how you're doing. Um, and I hope for all the guys that are out here when they get those opportunities because they're gonna come they got to capture it. They got to go after it, and they got to go out there and perform. Um, but you know, really, just the the work, the most of the work for those guys has already been done, huh. right? Yeah. If, yeah. Well, it should, it should if, be. if it hasn't it been, be. should be. Trouble. <laughs> but but if it has been, now it's just for them to immerse themselves in into the group. We one of the guys get out here and work, and um, just when you get that opportunity, you just got to take a deep breath, believe, and just let it rip. You know, and hopefully for him that happens. Well, Sean, we appreciate your time here. Uh, you being back here, giving us some time on SNR. Uh, but we got to get to break here so we don't get in trouble. So, Motsi, I'll let you say goodbye to your former teammate. The legend, the one and only Sean Sweetsome. Always a blast, baby. Always a blast. Can't wait to see you in person next time. I can't wait to see your smile again, Motes. <laughs> My man. <laughs> We're going to take our final break of the show here. When we come back on the other side, we'll wrap things up before we hand it over to Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson for the drive. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Now, local businesses can get closer to every customer in their city with fast, affordable shipping. Introducing USPS Connect Local. You want speed? We deliver same or next day. You want savings? We give you supplies at a flat rate. You want less legwork? We do free pickups. Move your local business forward with the United States Postal Service. Let's connect at uspsconnect.com local. Specific markets. Restrictions apply. Same day or next day delivery expected, but not guaranteed with entry close to final destination. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors. About bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a seven-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. Here for the final segment of today's show, man. Live from beautiful St. Vincent College, man, in Latrobe. Well, more so, Wesley Euler <laughs> is there live. Yes. You are truly as virtual just for a couple of days. Then after that, I will be joining the party as well. Man, that was fun, though, man. We just got done talking to a former Pittsburgh Steeler, former teammate of mine, Sean Sweesom. Yep, always uh, good, always good man, Sweesom. hearing from him, man. No question. Just a genuinely good guy on and off the field, man. So definitely good about that, man. But, um... We didn't even give out the socials beforehand, but we do have tweets ah. coming in. So we are obviously going to make sure we react to that because this is a very much an interactive show. Yes. We love the power grid and the megawatts. And we always say the best way to communicate with us is on the Twitter.com. 
And that's at Wesley Euler. Ah, the good hair. Yes, and this is typically where I would say at the body 52, <laughs> but yours truly is taking a little bit of a social media hiatus. Ooh. You know, a nice little mental break, a, a nice little unplugging before the season starts. Yeah. Yes, because we know once the season starts, baby, it's full on go time. And this is like my little final preparation for that. So, yes, at Wesley Euler is the best way to get in touch with us. So, with that being said, Wes, man. I turn it over to you, baby. Talk Sounds to good. Him. Sounds good, like? partner. Well, Rod Dalla uh, tweets us and wants to know: I'm coming to Friday Night Lights. What time should I arrive? Uh, my advice mm. for anybody who is going to Friday Night Lights next week is early. this: get there early because because it early. It, Listen, they don't ever they don't very often turn people away. They find ways to pack everybody in there, but you want to avoid mm-hmm. the lines. You want to be, go to the box office, get your ticket, all right? Get there early, <laughs> go to the box office, get your ticket, and then wander around the Latrobe area, right? Get yourself some dinner and some drinks before heading back for practice. That would be my advice. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, man, but definitely early because once the stands fill up, it's standing room only. Yes. yes and think of it like a, a high school game. Think about when you went back to your mm-hmm. high school. This is a high school stadium we're talking about. It's Standing not going to be as – Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the dynamic, all right? Go, wherever your local high school plays out on Friday nights, just think about that stadium. That's what St. – that's what um, – when, when they go over to uh, Latrobe Memorial High School, that's what that's going to look like when they're out there for that practice, man. So definitely get there early so you can get you at least a little bit of a real estate while you're over there. Yeah, absolutely. Russell enjoyed our interview with Sean Sweesome, said great guest, loved Sean. Uh, he was money in the bank. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. No, no question. No question, man. Um, Shoot, I'm still mad about you know how it ended for him, man. The whole Hall of Fame game, man. Granted, he sparked change yeah. because obviously they redid and renovated all the facilities over there. But, man, why did it have to be on his account? Come on, now. Why did it have to be him? Our buddy Britsburg Mm -hmm. Owen from across the pond. uh, Oh, hey now. What up, Britsburg? Tweets us and says, if Deontay Johnson doesn't take a full part in practice, do you think there's any uh, interest on the Steelers in trading him before the season starts? Um, to me, no. I think that Deontay is going to need to be one of their best players offensively, man, because when you're talking about the change that we're going to be experiencing at quarterback – we're going to need to do something or we're going to need to have someone that can legitimately threaten defense to keep them from packing the box against Najee. And even though we are extremely high on George Pickens, he is a rookie. He's going to have some of a learning curve and it's not going to be scary to everybody come, you know, the beginning of the season. Even Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase weren't viewed like that early on and then it took them you know it didn't take them long but it did take them time for other teams to say you know what we got to double this guy you know we got to respect this guy we can't pack this box anymore so that's the part where to me I think that Deontay is going to be one of those full participants and be ready to go because he has a lot at stake the team needs him and he needs to get paid and the best way for that to happen is by him going out there and putting his best foot forward in camp and ultimately having the best season of his career so far yeah, no, that that's well said, and I'm I'm right there with you. David tweets us, D. Hev, the Photoshop extraordinaire. Himself. What it do? What it he do? Says, Congrats on navigating another journey of off-season content filler, fellas. <laughs> Time hey. to sit back, relax, and let the daily content flow. Yins made it. Ah, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Mama, mama, we made it. 
<laughs> we had a couple people who tweeted us as well, too. Uh, Wallace, BPR, a couple few other people here. I don't need to shout everybody out, but just saying, you know, great to have you guys back and hear the show again and be out in Latrobe. Thanks to everybody for no rocking doubt. and rolling. And, and, and are they are they in attendance? That's the other question. Are they in attendance? Who's in attendance? We need we, to know. That's right. I mean, practice hey, is here. You could you could Come tweet on, us. You could tweet us from Chuck Noll Field as well, too. Which, by the Absolutely. way, absolutely. Those stands are no longer about seventy-five percent full. They're about ninety-seven percent full hey, right now. And ninety. We do, and we do have the majority of the team out on the field, uh, trickling down the hill and getting ready for practice, which starts officially here in just about five minutes. Ooh, uh, man, you just made my anxiety go up, and I'm not even practicing today. Jeez, Louise. I'm I'm excited. Ooh, that, to see. You, you heard you heard what Sweet said. It's real. <laughs> It's I'm, real, man. I'm 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 excited uh, to to see what it's like for you out here on on Friday and Saturday, partner. I'm I'm excited when that horn goes off. I want to see your reaction. I, I, hope, I hope I won't hear the horn. I, I, my goal is to be like the Jetsons. Let me just hop into that little beep, push the button, and just fly me back as soon as that horn about to go off. Because that's PTSD, man. That's not cool. No doubt. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, Jonathan tweets us, you know, in, in terms of heading out here and wants to know the best local watering hole to grab some suds and some dinner. Mozi Sharky and Dino's. I mean, right, Sharky's and Dino's, right right down the street. That's where everybody goes. They sell really cool, ch- um, like, training camp-themed memorabilia that you can get there as well, too, shirts and glasses and stuff like that. I got to go get me a Sharky shirt for this year. But I also – Listen, if you're if you're a little bit of a beer snob like me, I let everybody in on this secret, all right? I might regret it if I show up there and it's packed one of these days, but Four Seasons Brewery, which is uh, just about a 7-minute drive from campus here, is a great spot too if uh, you know, if you want some good craft beer and some some food truck action as well. Did I miss any mozi? You got any you got any secrets for the No, people? no. Um well, no, I say it like this, man. Those are the nice like real life local spots right Mm -hmm. and for some people that's not their vibe well hey if that's not your vibe if you go the opposite direction of st vincent college that's where you'll get more of the commercialized stuff your red lobsters your Mm -hmm. chick-fil-a's your uh longhorn steakhouse and things like that so shopping mall over there and a a movie theater so you got options if you want to go local if you want to go commercial, if you want to go a little high end, if you want to go dive bar, like you got options out there. That is the beauty of Latrobe and that setup that they have going on over there right now. Yeah, no doubt. And there's uh, there's also uh, Denunzios, which is a good Italian place right across. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Here. I forgot all about them. Yeah, yeah, right by right by the airport. If you're if you're mm-hmm. looking for for maybe a, a fancier sit down meal, uh, certainly that's a good place to hit. Uh, last one we got here, Arthur Motes. It's from uh, Steeler Nation nine twenty up there in Wisconsin. Um, Let's get it. Says besides the quarterback battle, of course, what position battle are you two most excited to watch play out? Well, to me, I'm looking at Devin Bush battling himself. That's the battle I'm looking at, man. I want to see, you know, how he responds this year. We knew everything that happened with him last year, the ups and downs, the controversy in terms of how we viewed his performance. How do you respond to that? You put together a solid OTAs, but we knew we weren't going to be able to judge you all the way off of OTAs. You weren't even going to be able to fully judge yourself off of OTAs. Right. Well, now we're here. Now we're going to put these pads on in a couple of days, and this is where you're going to get your first opportunity to show not just yourself and your teammates, but now you're going to get a chance to show the fan base what the new version of Devin Bush looks like. So he's the one, man. Like I said, it's position battle with himself. I'm not going to include Robert Spillane and Buddy Johnson and Mark Mark Robinson and company with them because I think that if Devin is up to his – self and he's able to be who we all know he's capable of being those guys aren't in his conversation but 
is really going to determine, it's really going to be one of those things where he has to battle himself both physically and in between those ears, man. And that's the part where I'm interested to see what that looks like for him, man. For me, I, I wish Wolf were here because he'd give me a big slap on the back and say it's about time. For me, it's the left guard position. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you and I, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. It, it feels like the Kendrick Green at center experiment is done, at least for now, and that that role is Mason Coles. And uh, we all know James Daniels, uh, James Daniel has been saying that he's locked into the right guard position. So that leaves Kendrick Green and Kevin Dotson, two dogs, one bone for the starting left guard position. That to me, I want to see a little, I want to see a little nastiness in the trenches, Arthur Motes, as, as we look to revamp the offensive line. That's the one for me. No, I could dig it, man. I, I think my perception is just different. Like if I thought it could be a competition, then I would be excited about it because it's two names, but in reality, I don't see this as a competition. This is kind of like if a person says they're competing with Chooks this season. It's like, are they really competing with Chooks? Yeah, no. Yeah. Chooks That's is the guy. So point. when I think of Dawson, it's like, oh, yeah, Kendrick, because you you don't play tackle, all right, you don't have competition there. Well, this guy solidified. We already tried you at center. Yeah, we'll just throw you at left guard. See, that's a competition. It's like, man, you Kendrick has a legitimate better chance of competing with Mason Cole to me than he does competing against Kevin Dyson. Maybe that's I should just said the interior man. of the offensive line. How about that? Well, I agree with you, but I just but based on how they did it during OTAs, they had Kendrick, yeah. like we said, that's exclusively true. there. That's so true. there isn't it, like it looks like that door is closed. So yes, on paper, this is where he's quote unquote competing, but I just don't see how this is going to be a competition unless Kevin Dodson opens that door for him, which I don't anticipate happening either. I think that's well said by you. We'll see how it all plays out here, partner, but that will do it for us today. Man, I must say that this was a pretty fun first official show for the Steelers 22 training camp practice, man, by yours truly. So we definitely appreciate everybody that was with us, man. The power grid, the megawatts. Got to give a big-time shout-out to Brian Law Martina back at yes. HQ, keeping us extra crispy, both in person and virtuoso. We also <laughs> got to give love to my co-host, my main man, the one and only partner in crime, Mr. Wesley Euler. Pleasure as always, partner. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And as always, man, you never want to turn the dial because there's always more stiller content right here on SNR. So whatever you do, keep it right here. And as always, you know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the gold Steelers Nation Mm -hmm. Radio. Uh Uh-huh. And then is black and gold fan habit SNR. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.